Cinebuds receives support from Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey everybody, I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. I'm Dory Jingle Bell Zori oh. from Radio Milwaukee. You want to change that? <laughs> no, I want you to be. That's <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And this is Cinebuds. This week on Cinebuds, yeah. we're just going to talk about holiday films. We'll yeah. get into a little countdown, uh, maybe talk about what we might have in common as far as favorites go. But what do holiday movies mean to you? Is Are there any traditions in your family? You know, my family didn't. I know my mom loves um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. And this was something I just learned later in life that she loved that. And I thought that was really funny that she was so into that <laughs> one specifically. No, there's always ones that come up every year that you happen to watch because they're always on. But I think now, as an adult, I make a concerted effort, kind of like what happens during Halloween. Everyone wants to watch scary movies. And then when uh, as soon as like Thanksgiving's over, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch all my, my Christmas stories. Mm-hmm. All that. There's like a Thanksgiving movie or two. But you know, there's do you guys do you do that too? Um, you know, there's always Christmas movies on. I guess when we were younger and we all lived as a family, it was definitely a tradition. Um, now that we've kind of split up, though, I think there's movies we we don't watch movies together anymore as a family. We just watch yeah. them in our individual households. Yeah. But um, I did f- dig up one interesting fact that I just wanted to mention. Yeah. Do you know what year was the very first known Christmas movie, which also contained the first on-screen appearance of Kris Kringle. No. Can you even guess what year that would have been? I mean, I'm guessing early, like 1921. Try not 1898. Oh. It was a two-minute film called Santa Claus from the UK and thanks to a YouTube channel called Xenobite, you can watch all <laughs> oh, two minutes wow. in their glory. <laughs> but that kind of blew my mind. I also thought it would have been something in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. I'm also guessing, based on the year and what movies looked like back then, that Santa will be terrifying. <laughs> Santa will be terrifying. I'm just, I'm just making that guess. Some of those movies, the makeup and the heavy, just going <laughs> 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 to translate to terror. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, I think I'm ex- I get excited to dig in around this time of year because I love I love the holiday season. There's so much stuff I haven't seen, so I'm excited to dig in what your favorite movies are, and to see how many are in a genre that fall into romance and comedy, and how <laughs> oh, many right. fall into thriller and horror. And horror, <laughs> right? Yeah, and I have some because we've done, we've talked about this in past episodes too. Because I have some new favorites too. That I want to talk about that that are now making their way into my my rotation. So yeah. All right. If you want to hear the rest, you can go find this podcast Cinebuds anywhere you get your podcast now. Yeah, or listen to radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. Stick around, we'll be right back and we're gonna talk about holiday movies. Hey Wisconsin foodies, this is Tariq Moody of Radio Milwaukee. Join Milwaukee Magazine's food writer Ann Christensen and myself every Friday morning at 8 a.m. for This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. We talk about everything from new restaurants, pop-ups, cookbooks, events, and even an occasional interview with a local chef. Head over to RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBites or listen anywhere you get your podcasts. All right. Did you rank your holiday movies in any kind of order? You no, know, I didn't. Here's what I did. 
and I maybe went a little rogue this way. Ooh. I don't know. There's a couple that I want to shout out, but I always shout them out because they're like standard favorites. Mm-hmm. But there's like three or four new ones, Let's... newish ones that I am now working into my rotation every year that I was kind of surprised by. Okay, let's start with like the standards then. Yeah, Something so the that standards... won't maybe um, surprise anyone. Yeah, so all-time favorite, Scrooged with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. I, and I just so watched good. it the other day, and then I think I just, the next day I had it on again and just kind of went about my business. But yeah, there's just great lines. It's one of those movies that has so many good lines. And I have made this realization years ago that I use a lot of Bill Murray lines from different movies in my life, and I do not credit him. <laughs> The way you should. Yeah, there's a anytime something's kind of complicated, mm-hmm. I go, yeah, it's this, this, and then uh, back into one of these things, and I put my hand up like a like Mary Lou Retton. Yes. <laughs> like a, and he goes, yeah, I'm back into one of these things, and that's from Scrooge. Oh, I love that. And I didn't realize that I ripped it off. It all just kind of seeps into my uh, lexicon. That is hilarious that you said that because Scrooge <laughs> is probably one of the most popular Christmas movies in my household when I was growing up. Probably because it was on cable on HBO or whatever (laughs) all the time. But I it had been like decades since I watched it. And after I rewatched it, I also realized how many lines from that movie (laughs) has made it into my family family's vernacular joking around and just being goofballs. Oh, that's really funny. So I love that Scrooged. Yeah, what about you? Um, you know, a classic every year and it really helps that Mr. Dory Zori loves us too. Yeah. Uh, the 1988 Bruce Willis action adventure, oh, sure. Die Hard. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, you just really want to get your holidays kicked off um, with some butt kicking, yeah. some yippee kayaying, <laughs> some bloody uh, tank top action. Yeah, you're gonna choose Die Hard, and you should. Yeah, and listen, I've said this before. I have no interest in the in the debate of whether or not it is a Christmas movie. Everybody can just choose whatever movie they want to be a Christmas movie. If it has a vague feeling for you for Christmas, go for it. That is the spirit of Christmas itself. Yeah. It's a lot. To me, it's a lot like (laughs) the debate on whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) It's like, just to eat it. Just to eat the hot dog. Just eat it. And yes, it is a sandwich. (laughs) But I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, yeah, obviously it is. (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, also have to agree one. with your mom. Christmas Vacation, one yeah, of the best that is a classics, good one. right? Uh, 1989, I think. That sounds right. So yeah. 88, 89. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that's our, we always talk, well, that's our decade. We love that. Mm-hmm. I also love, and just a couple upper, I love Elf. Yeah. Elf is really good. It genuinely makes me cry at the end when all the Christmas spirit is making <laughs> the sleigh go. So sappy, but I'm like, yeah, it's so Good-hearted. Do you find that watching Elf makes you want to also simultaneously eat copious amounts of sugary things? No, honestly, it does the opposite. Only, mainly when he's putting maple syrup on the spaghetti. <laughs> it's funny. And I also just always imagine the actor like having to do it. It's really funny. But no, that I'm like, that grosses me out a little bit. Hmm. There are other movies that definitely make me want to eat. I mean, almost everything else makes me want to eat cookies. <laughs> but that one doesn't. <laughs> I also love George C. Scott's Christmas Carol. I love Christmas Carol. Ooh. I think it's a great story. And George C. Scott is one of the classic ones that I like, too. You, what year was that one? for? Like I 40s? Think no, I think it's more like 70s or 80s. Ooh. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it's r- r- around that era. 
Well, let's look it up. Yeah. Um, how about, while well, you say that, yeah. um, 1993's Nightmare Before Christmas. <gasps> of course. Even though, like, you know, Danny Elfman and all the yucky things that have come out about him lately is going to... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, there's some yucky stories uh, with ladies. There. But, man, Nightmare Before Christmas is one of those that I feel like... The first movie I really remember bonding with my nieces and nephews. They love it as adults. They loved it as kids. It just was, like, creepy and adult enough... Oh, yeah. ...that it was just a, one of those first movies I remember watching with my young nieces and nephews where I'm like, yeah, we're they're growing up, and we can enjoy this together on the same level. It's such a good movie. I'm. It hit me... I know exactly the year it hit me when I was like 18 or 19, I think is when it came out. It was one of the first um, DVDs I think I've ever had, like in that format. And uh, I was all in. I was like one of those, I was like buying figures. I was like (laughs) really into it. I was like doodling all the figures on a notebook. But yeah, that movie, and then that set a trend for that, stop, that kind of brought back stop motion. So now that you got all these other things that are coming out because that did so well. And the songs are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a phenomenal movie. Awesome. That's a phenomenal movie. Those are the, yeah, those are the classics. The classics. Did you find out what year the George? It was 84. Oh, okay. It was Clive Donner. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 84, the, the uh, George C. Scott version, I thought was really good. Had some great people in it, um, but I like that story in general. It's a, it's like, it's a ghost story. That's another one where Nightmare Before Christmas, a bit of a crossover, right? Horror, horror the original mm-hmm. horror Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those, but there's some new ones coming. Out. Do you have more classics? Um, not really as far as classics go. You know, Bad Santa. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. call that a classic, but that one is not held up for me in a point yeah. where I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. There's a few parts that I enjoy, but I don't really watch that one I anymore. I was excited about because I, I love a raunchy comedy. Yeah. I like it. Um, if if it's done well, like I genuinely believe there's an art to raunch. Yes. Like it's not just, and I feel like Bad Santa used no art. Mm-mm. Like it was just like, Cursing for the sake of cursing, like shock value, but I don't. I never thought it really came together as like an interesting or fun movie, F- for me. Yeah, I know a lot of people really like it, but yeah, that and I can see how it would not probably stick around that long for you. Are there any classic movies that you want to confess right now that you've never seen all the way through? <gasps> oh yeah, I've never seen Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Whoa. I've never seen it. I've seen scenes from it. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, It's a Wonderful Life many times, but not in a while. And I I am, I do have like a hankering for like a real class, like an old, old mm-hmm. uh, Christmas classic. But yeah, I've never seen Miracle on 34th Street. I don't know if I have either. I think that's the one where there's like a court case to decide if mm-hmm. he's actually Santa, which is really a funny idea. Young Natalie Wood, I think, is in it. Oh, I'd watch it just for that. I think these are accurate facts. But no, maybe I should. That would be something I should dig into soon. Fact check. Yeah. Um, 1949's It's a Wonderful Life. Still haven't seen it start to finish. You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. We watched it in school, I think, once. Did you? Yeah. Maybe I did, but I just haven't remembered. So I guess that doesn't count. It's a great one. Jimmy Stewart. Mm, I know. I mean... There's so many pop culture references that I've pieced together from yeah. <laughs> the years, but it'd be nice just to see it you've in its entirety. You've probably seen it from like watching three or four episodes of The Simpsons. <laughs> like you've probably seen all the major point, point plot points. 
right. Give me more contemporary favorites of yours. Well, interesting. You, like, <laughs> the funny thing is, we're uh, my cousin-in-law was playing a really fun game the other day where he will read out a synopsis from a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. And then he asked us all to guess what the title was. That is a fun game to play with your family. So you read the synopsis of a Hallmark film, and then everyone guesses what they think the mm. probably something with a, a good pun in it, mm-hmm. um, or you never know—you'd be surprised with a really bland, obvious title. And then the person who gets the closest wins. <laughs> Highly recommend this game. There was a um, a cookie a, a cookie conglomerate moves into a small town and tries to run the small Christmas cookie shop out of business. Except the man falls in love with the woman who has the small shop. That kind of thing. And I'm like, is it just called Christmas cookies? And he goes, it's exactly called Christmas cookies. <laughs> why would you call it anything? Else? Yeah, why would you call it anything else? But. Um, so Tons that's on your list? No. None of those. <laughs> I, I hope to never accidentally see any of them because they're terrible. I do enjoy hearing the synopses. Um, these are terrible. but And there's a ton of like Scandinavian shows mm-hmm. and mi- films. They seem to be, to me, to be in the same vein as a Hallmark, but my wife really fell in love with one of the series, which name I cannot remember, but I'll find out. It was actually not bad. I watched a little bit of it. So anyway, there's just a ton right now, so it's kind of hard to go through them all. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple that I watched that actually held up pretty good. And um, the first one is called A Boy Called Christmas. Ooh. And it has a really good cast. So a lot of good people in it. Uh, Kristen Wiig is in it. Toby Jones. There's a bunch of really good actors in, in, in bigger parts of it. And it is a story about a young boy who is going, his dad goes off to try to help his town in some way off in the wilderness and he's left with his evil aunt. And he Is that go, Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig plays nice. the evil aunt, yeah. And he goes off to find this elf village that's supposedly not real, but he knows it's real and his mom who's passed has given him a map to it secretly. So he goes to find it and his name is Christmas. Oh my gosh. Aww. It's very sweet. It's very fantastical. It's got a Harry Potter vibe. It does seem like a little bit, lo- you know, it's a lower budget version of something like that. But it, I really liked it. It's funny. The, uh, the, the fantastical elements are really, really cool, really heartwarming. So I'm a big fan of that one. I've seen it twice. I saw it last year for the first time and I, I made a point to watch it again. Well, that sounds wonderful. Thank you. That's yeah. a new one for me. Um, 2015, A Very Murray Christmas came out. Oh, yeah. And there's so many people that aren't aware of this, so I wanted to talk about it yeah. just in case. So it's basically, it's like a part Christmas movie, part documentary. Bill Murray has a big show, a big live Christmas event spectacular planned in this hotel in New York City. But... There's a snowstorm, so the guests, special guests that are supposed to come can't make it. And so it's part like Bill Murray playing himself, but then he's like interacting with the kitchen staff, which just happens to be the band Phoenix that come out and (laughs) sing a song. So it's like variety show, kind of documentary, kind of he's still hosting this, this like show for nobody there's like a bride and groom whose wedding was supposed to be at that hotel that night that it just got um snowed out so it's just i don't know it's musical it's heartwarming it's bill murray at his finest kind of just ad-libbing a little bit and just being 
goofy Bill Murray, but a very Murray Christmas. I can't believe I haven't seen this yet. I do know about it, and I think it just fell off my radar. Yeah. Oh, I got to oh, check good. that I'm out. I'm glad I brought it up. Does again. he do any of his lounge singing in it? He may. Okay. He may. Okay. I think everything that you love about Bill Murray, <laughs> there's a little bit of it in this that's, that's very great. Murray Christmas. Oh, I would love that. I'm definitely going to check that out. We just both watched um, The Holdovers in That's a recent... Right. Uh, That's was on that my last list. week or a couple weeks ago? Yeah, something very recently. And that is on my list here, too. I realized... And my wife and I both loved it. And anyone I talk to who hasn't seen it yet, I'm like, listen to me now. <laughs> right. See it before Christmas is over. It's a perfect Christmas movie. It's one of those where people might debate whether it is because it takes place during Christmas, but it's not all about the holiday, but it is about family. It's about friendship and new families and connections. And it does take place during Christmas. There's a Christmas tree, there's presents, there's a Christmas party. So all the elements. And it's, uh, I think it's a perfect Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, that is on my list as a new uh, tradition. I think another holiday special garden, Guardians of the Galaxy did a holiday special in 2022, and I'm going to watch that again yeah, this year. I've never seen that. It was cute too. Oh, uh, is it animated? You, is um, it an animated thing, or is it? No, it's 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 really like live action. So you, John Batista, super fan. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's Dave, cute. It's Dave Batista. Oh, jeez, Dave Batista. How dare you? John Batista is a. <laughs> That's his cousin. Oh, that is a very famous singer. Um, oh, is the. Oh, yeah. yeah, John Batista. That's so true. My brain is just thinking about <laughs> visions of sugar plums dancing Listen, in my head. There's no excuse necessary. Also, lo- oh, no, do you have another one? No, no. I'll do one more. Uh, there's an animated movie called Klaus. Which is very clever, Claus, Klaus. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also, also, sort of one of those like origin stories of Santa Claus, how Santa Claus came to be, about a disgruntled uh, carpenter who makes toys, but you know he doesn't really talk to people on the outside, and a young boy who's like a postman in this new town. So it's a combination of delivering the mail and a carpenter who makes toys. They come together and have an idea, and. Uh, <laughs> It's very good animated movie that I just kind of happened upon, I'd say like three or four years ago, and I watched it again this year. I'm like, yeah, this is solid. This nice. is a really fun one. Did you say it was a foreign film? So yeah, it's a, it's actually a Spanish director, Sergio Pablos. So it is listed as a Spanish film. So mm-hmm. my assumption is that I am just listening to the dubbed version. But Jason Schwartzman, J.K. Simmons, Rashida Jones, Joan Cusack. Oh. God, I love all those voices. Yeah, there's some. Oh, Norm Macdonald. That's right, Norm Macdonald. Oh. So there's some really great uh, voices in in the dubbed version. But uh, yeah, Klaus uh, came out in 2019. Highly recommend that one. Putting it on my list. Yeah. All right, and then this movie that I had as like a question mark, like rewatch, but then I'm also afraid it's not going to hold up. Oh yeah. I'm going to read you the description <laughs> and see if you. All right. From 1994, a cat burglar is forced to take a bickering, dysfunctional family hostage on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's, yes. The Ref? Yeah. Yeah. With Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. I did see that a long time ago, but I can see why you would be cautious. Yeah. Or maybe I'd just (laughs) skip it and watch that Will Ferrell, um, was it Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Me neither. Yeah. And I like both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I should check that out. 
Any other holiday movies we want to name drop before I found a fun fact for a, for you? Oh, yeah. Will you do the fun fact first? Okay. I found a website where it listed the top grossing holiday film of the year you were born. Oh, yeah. So for you, yeah. should we not say the years or does, it doesn't matter? I was born in 2008. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah. laughs> okay. The year you were born, 1974, the top yeah. holiday film was The Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, I don't know that. When a weary and discouraged Santa Claus considers skipping his Christmas Eve run one year, Mrs. Claus and his elves set out to change his mind. Oh. Uh, star Shirley Booth, Mickey Rooney, Dick Sean, but it does look like one of those classic animated movies, even though it came out in 1974. Oh, you know what? I do know this movie. I didn't know that that was what it was called. I'm always... And this is delightful. I am always searching for this, like sort of low-key searching for it where I don't make that big of an effort. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I want to see this because it has the heat meister yep. and the snow miser, or the heat miser and the snow miser. I'm Mr. Snow. snow. I remember these songs. It's such a classic. You're so lucky. That oh, is that such a fun is good. one. And it's those stop motion puppet animations mm-hmm. from that era that I love. That are so classic that if you can find one on a t-shirt or on any oh, holiday decorations, yeah. it's like you got to snag those up. Oh, that's good to know. I'm going to have to revisit these. Um, I was born in 1970 and the number one holiday film from my year was Scrooge, and I know there's probably a lot yeah. of them, but this is the Albert Finney Ooh. Golden Globe uh, winner version of Scrooge. Oh, that's good. Albert Finney's amazing. And I'm not sure if I ever saw that one, so I'm going to put that on my list. Yeah, me too. First of all, it is, I can't express how absurd it is that you are older than me. <laughs> oh! It's a, I mean, it's like, just in numbers. It's like M.C. Escher drew us. <laughs> it's like an illusion, a visual illusion somehow. That turned out well, weird. That, my namesake is Dorian Gray, oh, so there's a painting makes, in my head. I know there's a painting that is a shriveled old thing. <laughs> That's really funny. You want to um, know about your sweeties? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's my wife's? Okay, 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nutcracker, the Tchaikovsky Ballet oh. performed by the Pacific Northwest Ballet Company. It was filmed for the big screen and uh, made for stunning holiday viewing in 1986. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll have to see. I've never seen that. There is a, a newer version of the Nutcracker where they turn it into like a, you know, like a fantastical, like war film almost. Ooh, <laughs> and it's interesting. Um, it's it's not great, but it's really entertaining. I actually kind of enjoyed it, but it's on the surface. I mean, the music's going to be good, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those where they take a property and then they they like let's this is for teens. Let's yeah, let's make this let's for make it teens. for teens. Um, and as I guess as long as we're shouting out our significant others, yeah. when Mr. Dory Zori was born in 1978, the number one movie was Benji's very own Christmas story. <laughs> I don't know why. That seems Look at super appropriate. Oh, it's Benji with a little Santa hat on. He's got to help an injured Kris Kringle. I feel like that's appropriate somehow, and I'm not really, I can't put my finger on why. <laughs> Oh, ABC TV specials. Oh, I miss gotta love Benji. Hmm? I gotta, I gotta Who's revisit the... some of the old Benji movies. Oh yeah, who's today's Benji? 
Who's today's Benji? Who's Benji for today's kids? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all cartoons now. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's no like actual dog out there. Bluey? Is he a real dog? No. Yeah, he's a... I mean, define real. Aren't we all just living <laughs> in a <Yeah>. matrix? <laughs> Man, that's so true. Define real dog. One thing I want to ask before we go, I did a quick search for Hanukkah films. Now, I do know from a previous job I had that Hanukkah's it seems equatable to Christmas because it's around the same time, but it's really not a major holiday for uh, the Jewish community. That's more like the high holidays, which is in the fall. Mm-hmm. But I always wondered, like, there's no, there's not a lot of Jewish holiday films. Most of the ones that I know of are like kind of comedies, jokey comedies about it. But uh, there was an interesting in one of the listicles, I did see someone list uh, um, American Tale, the animated oh, uh, with Fievel, yeah, as a Jewish themed film that doesn't really focus on holidays so much, but it's about the Jewish experience of coming over to America. And I was like, oh, I guess it, because his name is Fievel Mauskowitz, and he comes over, and there are like songs and costumes that would mimic that era of, and I was like, is that legit? One, is that legit? And then now I feel like I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Now I very much feel like I need to revisit it. Put it on the list. I, know. I also haven't seen it in a very long time. Yeah, I would like to see more 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 films of Jewish holidays. One, I'm very familiar with them because I had a job where I was like became very very familiar with all the holidays. And uh, it seems like there's a lot of great stories that mm-hmm. would be fun to see in a film. So There are a lot of great stories with all different kinds of cultures and holidays. So because that is my deficit and I am um, dedicated to learning and growing more, I would love our Instagram question yeah. to be, give us a non-typical Christmas Christian kind of holiday film that is your favorite maybe comes from your culture that you grew up watching around this time of the year and then send it to us on Instagram I would love to watch these films and maybe even pick um, one of you to come in and talk about it with us next holiday season that would be so fun and it it doesn't even have to be a technical Christmas or not a technical holiday Mm -hmm. film but if it's of a culture that gives you that feeling, that holiday feeling. Like, yeah. there's a, like a, we've talked about some films that aren't technically Christmas, but they make you feel like it. Yeah. Maybe there's that for different holidays, and I think that counts too. I love that. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Enjoy your holiday, whatever you celebrate. And uh, at the end of the year, we want to thank you all so much, like we always do, but even more special right now. We hope you have a wonderful holiday with your families and your friends. And uh, have a warm, healthy season. Yeah, just wishing you peace and love and kindness into 2024. And it really just starts with you inside. Yeah, absolutely. You little bright stars, you. Yeah, beautiful little honey bunches. <laughs> we can't do this podcast without a bunch of people helping us out. Yeah. Shout out to Kim Shine, our producer. Yeah, and to Nooski, who does a wonderful theme song for us. And the sweet, sweet folks at Associated Bank that find content like this worth supporting. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. Yeah, and each and every one of our members of Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee film you we couldn't do this without you we always say we wouldn't want to and we really appreciate all the interactions we get to have with you throughout the year happy happy holidays to everybody and a happy new year bye